0: Welcome to the show. Boop, 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 beep, boop, beep. It's Dark Comics to me now. I'm Champ Champenstein, And I am Heather Hatfield, And uh, we're here on a Wednesday again, so I'll get used to it. We're doing this for probably five more weeks. Six, four more weeks, probably. Who, who knows? I uh, don't even know how to count. Them. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's chill. Uh, and we're here to talk about new comics. Before we start, I'm just going to, you know, insert champ Champenstein in here and i am going to first tell you if you're from omaha you should try and check out um omaha autonomous action they do a lot of good for the homeless community here in omaha uh they usually just ask for donations they try to raise a certain amount of money um they go to encampments every week or so and give out goods um they also just started a patreon and we'll put the link to their uh instagram here in the the information the comment section
1: of this video and you
0: can go check out their instagram see what they're all about and you know donate money if you have it or whatever you have
1: if not donate your time
0: yeah you know like we like we always say learn about your communities and try to do the best you can for them
1: you'll just feel like a good person
0: and if you don't like whatever at least
1: with some purely selfish reasons (laughs) (laughs) That's the best, the best way to do anything, is just do it for yourself. You'll feel good. All right, <clears throat> let's go. OK, I'm going to start talking about things that actually matter. Um, no, I meant that as in every comment that I make normally doesn't matter. That's what I meant, not a slide against Champ and what Champ just had to say. That matters. I, I don't normally, my opinions. Um, okay. This is heart-shaped tears. This is art, comics, and dirty secrets by Abby James. Yeah, that's what you just told me. I just I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I just like assume that's what it was. Like James without the S. James. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, okay. This is just a cute little book of sometimes singular page comics. Poets. Poets. <laughs> poems and stuff like that. Someone described it as if the cast of Clueless were aliens on drugs. That's what this is. This is a Silver Sprocket book, so you know Champ and I had to do it to you. Um, I I loved...
0: I didn't get a chance to read it yet.
1: Yeah, um, I love this book. They're just cute little phrases that I constantly have playing in my head all the time. Situations, scenarios that I find myself in in my dreams. Um, If I had a load of girlfriends this is what they would be. This is cute. I really liked it. Um, As with most heart-shaped, tears, uh, silver sprocket-feeling books uh, that I've read before. Um, This is a little bit pricier. I know money shouldn't matter in these sort of situations, but it's a little pricier than I normally do, which is why I had to share it with you today because I feel like it's worth every penny. All right. That was it. That's cool. That's good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I was not disappointed in the slightest by it. I read it within like 10 minutes because I am a quick reader as it is. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like I wasted my time. <clears throat> my God, I've just been doing so much talking the last like 20 minutes that my my body mm-hmm. can't, can't handle up. it. Okay. So then I have a lot of books today, so I'm going to be talking quite a bit. Um, I have Luna. This is issue number five. This is the last one of the series. Um, this book was magnificent the the art especially for it the story itself was as with most Maria Lovett stories it was real sexy and it was real culty and it was real what is going on kind of feelings but the art I can't even explain to you how good the art is there is this page right here blew my mind you don't need to know anything about the story just look how good that is yeah it's gorgeous so beautiful uh, basically, Luna discovers who she was in her past life, and all of that um, helps her. Her god husband, who was in the cave,
0: our god is an awesome god. I don't know anything besides. that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And I don't even know. That. And I don't even know if that's how the <laughs> goes.
1: You are asking the wrong person. Okay, continue. Um, but yeah, they she gets her and her uh, her god husband. They get there happily ever after, and it's just. Very rewarding to see, um, especially because she poisoned herself to get to where they needed to be, and he ended up saving her, so they saved each other. It was very cute. Um, I'm so excited for every other Maria Lovett story to come out. That was Luna, by the way, in case you missed it. All right, Patrick, we weren't talking about you, but we are now. I'm always thinking about you.
0: I have I have now. No. This Now. This is uh, volume ten. Yes, it's number ten. I is that just for us that it's doing that? Probably. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is just a little comics anthology. It has a few page comics, and I just wanted to try this out. I was also very intrigued by the cover because it was really weird, um, and I am not disappointed. I'll probably add this. It's a a little pricey. It's twelve ninety nine. But there are 108 pages and this one there. Give me one second. 17 different stories or 17 different like artists or c- creators. So I don't know if you like little short comics stuff. I think that would be like something to check out. Like I'm I I grew up like reading newspaper comics. Like yeah, so. It's- it's, yeah. Well. First just all of those, yes. <laughs> Garfield, Peanuts. We can name all the comic strips we want. <laughs> those are those, just <laughs> my favorites. Just my uh, favorites. Anyway, that's kind of like how I got into comics anyway, I think. Besides, you know, all the other like media, TV media stuff. Everything else that you yeah, you yeah, The into. pop culture I just take in. <laughs> um, but... I, like, kind of, there's something I miss about, like, the quickness of those things. And even, you know, when you got, like, those books full of the comics, like, Mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me of that in a different way. And I just, I really like that. And I do think it's really cool that they, like, include, like, all of their uh, social media stuff in there as well.
1: Um, What is the one newspaper comic about the, the soldier? The... Dune Dunesbury Doon, No, that that, one no, one? that's like a no. But I know it was like similar to that. I remember it was either like before or after that one. In <laughs> in <and> the scale <laughs> of like, well, in the Lincoln Journal Star. I was, saying, was. I was sorry. Sorry, like, we're, I in, we're
0: in two different newspapers here. Right. <laughs> I
1: forget things are different in Lincoln. Everything's backwards. Uh, I was like,
0: what? What is For it? Me? Are you talking about the silly soldier guy or like a
1: kind, of, you, kind <laughs> of the 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 dumb the dumb one? Oh God. So, okay. okay. I used to read that one all the time because I used to think it was hilarious. Yeah, no, I did too, and I wish
0: I could remember. Okay, so if you remember, please let us know. Let us know. I, this is going to well, bother me because
1: I refuse to pick up a newspaper if it has Pete Ricketts in it. So Well, and we'll probably just Google it after this anyway. So. Sergeant <laughs> Peppers. That's a restaurant. Oh, that's not it. Okay. Oh, I mean, okay.
0: Um, now we're going to talk about Save Yourself. We did not order or buy Neither this book. Neither one of
1: us got this book. We both read it though. Yeah, we
0: did read it off the wall and I
1: loved it. It was really cute. Um, I, I don't know if I like the story more or the art more. I just feel like the art was perfect for the story Mm -hmm. I just liked how cute it was yeah no that's I think what I really really enjoyed about it
0: like I mean once again like I said to you it was also very gay oh it's so gay (laughs) so it was kind of one of those things where I was like do I like this just because it's really cute and gay but like you told me it was good yeah no it was like
1: it was a very entertaining story but like yeah the
0: art and colors are really like what sold me on the book I think more than anything and I do just I really did enjoy the story I really enjoyed the main character i enjoyed the weirdness of like what the story was what is the story i mean it's just about a i mean now i can't even remember the main character's name of course uh just a girl who
1: georgie uh, no wait that's in that ice planet barbarians (laughs) book that i'm reading
0: uh anyway my bad (laughs) uh, our main character she lives with her brother it seems like Mm -hmm. Um, Sean. sean well remember his name it's on her thing too. I know. I know. <laughs> is I know. it Jerry?
1: I don't know. Oh God! I don't know. I was. This just... is a. Th-
0: this is a curse. We're gonna have to literally start writing these down. Yeah. We've been doing this for three years, and we've been talking <laughs> about writing names down. We still haven't. We we'll got to start
1: at some point. Um.
0: She, <laughs> <laughs> she is finally getting out into the world after losing her brother. Her other, other other brother. brother, Her other brother. And she comes into a fight between basically giant magical girls. Gay. And uh, it just kind of takes off from there. It's I don't want to ruin it because it's too good. And yeah, it's a lot of fun Like just to kind of go. Because I did not remember what this list had said. And I was like,
1: I just really like this cover. And, yeah, no, and boombox books either. are usually
0: a lot of fun. So I just like went in blind and it was great.
1: I remember saying something about like... What if these rock stars were also superheroes or something mm-hmm. like that? I, I vaguely remember that. Cause it I does have like, like
0: pretty intense like gem, yeah, oh gem yeah. vibes on the cover, but it, it's it's worth it. There's big ladies in there, real big ladies. So it and, was it was, and it was if you know us, we love
1: big ladies. <laughs> it's all ages appropriate. Um, uh,
0: yeah, I suppose.
1: I mean, it can be. Yeah, I mean. That's always such a weird grey area yeah. for me because I would let my kids read anything. Oh yeah,
0: no, I definitely would for sure. I just suppose it would That's depend a really on really good reason I don't have kids. <laughs> I mean there's not like I mean there is violence It's but... just gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's violence. She does like yeah. absolutely like disappear and murder a man
1: oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I would still let my kids read it. I mean, they've, they're going to be exposed to it at some point anyway. You might as well start when they're young and explain, like, this is okay, okay because it's whatever. You're speaking to the choir I know, here. I don't I disagree. Know, I, I don't know. disagree.
0: I mean, let your kids read whatever they want. I don't disagree. It could be, like, a kid's book. Not necessarily, like, I would say just, like, reading-wise, like, eight and up.
1: That's fair. That's a fair age that's good so it's not all ages appropriate it's eight and up ages appropriate but neither so, one of us have
0: children we wouldn't ever we won't
1: know No, my mom put no restrictions on me when it came to reading so i was reading real smutty stuff when i was younger not knowing what it was it just yeah. had nice pictures of a handsome man on it <laughs> go talk about your next book talk about loki okay um this is jim henson's the storyteller tricksters this is issue number four this is the last one of this series uh this one is just about loki Uh, i'm not gonna lie this is the whole reason i got the tricksters series but i ended up getting all the issues because each one is different and i I do like these stories a lot um the art in this
0: oh my god i love that (laughs) it's so
1: so cute It's just uh, about the story of Thor losing his hammer. So Loki strikes a bargain with Freya. He borrows her cloak, goes to try to find it, runs into the giants, and the giants are like, hey, we'll give you the, the hammer back, but we want to marry Freya. That's what it is. So Loki convinces Thor to dress up as Freya and takes him there and they get his hammer back. And it's like this whole thing. It's one of my favorite stories. I because, it's such a good story. Yeah, It's, it's just really good uh, because both him and Loki dress up as women to go to these giants. They eat a bunch of food, get the hammer back, cause mayhem. It's beautiful. But <laughs> it's, the art in these books has, it's just been so delightful. That's him as Freya. Yeah, that's good. It's uh. It's just a lot of fun. I just, I really enjoyed this. And of, of all the Loki stories that they could have picked, I'm glad it was this one because it was, it's, I could just go on forever about how good it is, but I won't because I have another Loki story to talk about. Uh, this is the Mighty <laughs> It's, it's <laughs> I mean, not just Loki. There's a lot going on in this. Um, I mean, Loki is on the cover. Doing his thing. Um, this is issue number three of the mighty Valkyries. Okay. So Jane Foster is fighting with Craven. Um, meanwhile in hell, uh, Carmilla is raising. Sorry. I pronounced that, uh, wrong. I keep saying Carmilla because it sounds like Carmel to me and in my head, it's funny, but her real name, it's Carmilla. My bad. That was like an, uh, an inside joke for myself. And I just keep saying it out (laughs) loud. Um, she is in hell. She is raising triplets, uh, teaching them magic, teaching them how to exist. She strikes a a bargain with Loki. Um, he has to do, I don't want to like spoil too much because it's actually a really good story and I want everyone to read it. Uh, she strikes a bargain with Loki where he has to obtain an item for her and, when he brings it back, she uses the item to tie Jane Foster to these children, so that they will be protected forever. Um, there's a lot more stuff that goes on with that. But then the the new Valkyrie, Runa, she is the one who frees the Oracle from the fighting. I don't know the Coliseum, who has been like uh, a prisoner there for a very very long time. So she frees him and takes him home and. Something's happened there. Um, I don't know. I just really, really like this. I think the art, uh, the fact that it's done by two different people and for the two different storylines that are going on here is just really cool. Hella is in this and she is fantastic. So good. Uh, But then when Jane Foster goes back to her human life, there's some wild stuff that happens that has to do with the three kids that Carnilla is raising. So it's there's a lot going on in this story, but it's all tied together. And I just think it's really cool.
0: Um, Patrick asked you if you have a thing for Loki. No, Thor. All right, on that on that note. <laughs> I am going to talk about The House of Lost Horizons. This is issue number 2. Uh lady detective story with a little bit of ghosts. Ghosts or spirits? <laughs> One of those two, mini spirits. I mean, but probably I don't know if it's going to be a Scooby-Doo situation since this is based in the Hellboy universe. And they're dealing with a lot of occult objects, so I assume it's actually going to be right. <laughs> an occult-based
1: thing. What was the Batman and Scooby-Doo thing that you got mixed up? Scooby-Man. Scooby-Man. Man. <laughs> Scooby <Man. laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so, yeah, I don't. I, I really like this book. You don't have to know anything about the Hellboy universe or this Sarah Jewell character. It's just, you can kind of hop in and, like. It's do, just a cute little story. Yeah, do a cute little story based in the 1920s. Just, it's fun art's good nice i don't have any bad things to really say about it it's a limited right it's like yeah five. it's fun yeah five five and nice. it's just i like how it's like unfolding itself is it like clues still kind of yeah okay it feels like it's just like the way the characters are because you have just like those very you know specific mystery characters right so
1: okay cool I enjoy i'm glad it. you're enjoying it yeah
0: i mean you know me oh,
1: I, I do know you you mm-hmm. love mysteries i do
0: uh, this is Norse mythology. This is a nice little tale that Neil Gaiman spun from the Norse. <laughs>
1: this is <laughs> it's a, yeah, I guess that's one way of putting it.
0: <laughs> this is the second part of, uh, these stories. This is a, a murder story.
1: Yes. But, this is about face Uh, go ahead. Oh, I don't know what else to say. It's basically don't trust dwarves.
0: Yeah, or Odin.
1: Or Odin. Yeah, I could have told you that. Don't trust anything. Uh, the, I don't even want to talk about Odin. I mean, I mean he is—he makes me sick.
0: He is a king. He is. Yes. So, and if we've learned anything about kings and history, life, you know, not it's, good.
1: Yeah. It's so basically this is about um, a couple <laughs> dwarves who get a taste of real power and, or become addicted and can't stop, so Odin has to put his foot down. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Odin. <laughs> All I don't right. like him.
0: It's your turn again. suck okay. it.
1: Okay, I have uh, Freaks, Freaks now. Uh, I just picked this one up today because I just kind of flipped through it and it looked very interesting. So this is about a man named Benny. You know I'm terrible with names. Hold on. I'm not going to find it anywhere. (laughs) Bernie. Bernie. Okay, this is about a man named Bernie who lives in Antarctica, some frozen wasteland. (laughs) I don't know. Um, And he creates this like drug, uh, more of an alcohol, I would say, um, that messes with his his mind a whole lot. Um, His wife and his daughter have died, but he can't remember how they died or... Like if someone killed them, any of that, he just knows that they're dead. So in his head, he creates this way of getting revenge. Um, I don't know, it's very strange, it's, it's very hard to explain, but he created this own uh, club, founder, whatever, called SDFP, it's the Super Defensive Female People. So all he wants to do is protect the women of the world. And that's his main goal. So when he gets into this state, he's like, "Oh, we got to save all these women because they need me." <laughs> it's it's so weird, uh, but I, I surprisingly enjoyed this quite a bit because it's just one man who's lost in his head who thinks he's doing way better than he actually is. <laughs> uh, sounds about right. Yeah, the art was really cool. Like I love the weird, the small things that are happening in here, like when he's talking to himself, the, the letters, it's all handwritten. But when the, the robot in the room is talking to him, it's like typed out, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. But there's also like a narrator who's also trying to give you like a background of who Bernie is and how he came to this position that he's in and stuff. I don't know, I picked this one up on a whim and I just added it to my poll because I ended up liking it a whole lot. I think the reason I didn't originally was because it was a behemoth book and those always are kind of like, not necessarily hit or miss, but it's, I don't, they'll give me the first issue and then the second one will never come out and then they'll give me the third one and I'm like, well, uh, how am I going to (laughs) continue this? I never got the second issue. I have no idea what's going on. Decided to give this a chance and I'm glad that I did. (laughs) And then this is just a little quick one because i I didn't read this. This is Resonant issue number ten. I forgot that I had this until like thirty minutes ago, so I didn't have a chance to read this. All I know is it's post-apocalyptic and the kids are surviving on their own, <laughs> and the dad is banging his beautiful girlfriend. That's it. Sounds like a bad parent. Well, he left originally the go uh, get yeah, medicine, no, I, I, I but he got distracted by the pussy. As you do. Yeah, I saw... Yeah, that's a bad parent, but he deserves some time to himself, too. <laughs> okay. I'm not uh, a mother. I don't know how it works. On that
0: note, I'm just going to talk about home. This is issue number three. Uh, this is just about a young boy who has been torn away from his mother at the border. He finds out he has powers and... He is saved by his aunt after like escaping because the police are looking out for him, and she is like, "I'll show you how to use your powers." Is that AOC? No. Oh, okay. Bye. I was. I. You cannot. <laughs> You're not allowed anymore.
1: <laughs> I got uh, just a quick glance there, and I was like, "What is that?" Like the cover of Bliss.
0: <laughs> All right. I guess I'm done. <laughs>
1: Are you enjoying it? Like, yeah, is, no. Is I, he I, able to... Because I know in the second issue you said that he it doesn't really explain much about his powers.
0: I mean, it goes into it a little bit, but like she's basically trying to teach him how to use his powers so he can figure out, and somebody calls the cops on them. So Does she have powers? Yes. Is it hereditary? That's what it seems like. Interesting. So yeah, it's just a I you don't know, it's a pretty emotional book just because it is all about... You know, a family getting separated at the border, and just all of that in general. And then it just has this other weird, like, cause it, it it has like a weird, almost clashingness to it with like the superpower thing. Because it's like I get what's happening and what's being said, but I don't know. The lens is strange. Like I enjoy the book itself. I enjoy what it's saying, but it's also just like okay. I guess I needed to expand more where's mom she had to go back to guatemala so okay. when they got split up she ha- ended up getting sent back oh that so yeah i'm saying there's so separate- she has no idea
1: where her son is no she does oh she does not. like okay. yeah, yeah okay. and
0: this issue like she calls home and or yeah she calls the aunt and is like you need to look for juan and the aunt's like oh he's here with me so
1: okay cool I am mean, the cool is in, like, what an interesting development in the story. Yeah. Not cool that they're separated. And yeah, she's no, 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 no. no I, yeah, no, I do understand
0: that. But, yeah, I do enjoy it. I think it's a good read. I, uh, yeah. Okay. i serious. Serious and not serious.
1: Let's get silly.
0: Okay. This is a uh, Silver Coin. This is issue number, what?
1: Three? Four? Three?
0: Three. I'm all thrown out. It's called up. Death Rattle. And this is... Uh, the Silver Coin series is once again um, different writers each issue, but the same artist. And this one is a Brishen, Brisen, <laughs> and Michael Wa- Walsh. Uh, rash, I'm just murdering words right now. And the Silver Coin is kind of just a thing that gets passed from person to person. It kind of drives them mad. Mm-hmm. And this one is about a group who robs a firemen and things go sideways
1: as always yeah anytime you try to rob a fireman that's always what happens just just backfires on Mm -hmm. you
0: and then the silver coin gets involved yeah this is honestly i love this yeah i say it's one of my favorite things on the shelf right now just because i do like each issue i like how different they are um I, I like all of the like authors that have been on it and Michael Walsh just, his art is so good and it fits like it's sca- eerie say It fits all of the tones. Like, you know, all of the stories have been different. The art has been different in its own ways each time, but all of this, like all the same, it
1: all ties, yeah. which I think is, I don't know, it complicated when it comes to anthologies where someone different is writing mm-hmm. every issue. But I think with the same artist, it really pulls it all together. Because I feel like if they had a different artist and a writer on each issue, it, yeah. it might not be as cohesive. Yeah,
0: no, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I just, it's a lot of fun. I'm really glad that they're, like I told you earlier, I'm really glad that they're going to keep doing these. Like, yeah, short cause, and sweet. Because and yeah, like, everything it, that you want from it. Yeah, and that's exactly it. I feel like I would, I would absolutely watch this as a show. Oh, for like, sure. Each one of these have been so
1: good. We should act these out. Absolutely not. <laughs> All
0: right, we'll stay tuned for some time where we act out every issue of Silver Coin.
1: I can do it. Don't worry. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be a one-man show. Okay, so now we
0: have Stillwater. This is issue number eight. Number eight. Just continuing the little...
1: You get a little background little, of their sheriff here. Yeah, and things don't go her way. <laughs> No, definitely not. But I, I like that you got this look into her past because I didn't like this woman. I still don't like this woman. I, I mean I don't I don't like her either. But it was I guess I like yeah, I have a full picture, but yeah, I'm just like it was interesting you still to suck. See, Yeah, you've had so much time to like fix yourself and you just don't. It was just interesting to see yeah. like why she is the way that she is and I, I understand her a bit better more. I don't I don't like her, but I would probably be that bitter too.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I mean,
1: I mean, I would have gotten over it after like however many years I lived in Stillwater and didn't die. I'd be like, you know what? I'm a new person now. <laughs> uh, if you've never read Stillwater, just about a town that can't die,
0: it's a really good. It's a really good horror story. I I do like the way the story is just like built itself. I do like how it's continuing. It's just hard to like about without ruining like every aspect of yeah the
1: yeah especially since it's eight issues in, mm-hmm. and like the first story arc is kind of an introduction and in what this kid is doing there and everything else is just like people who you've already been introduced to earlier in the series and like their background and how they play
0: yeah and especially since the first part of the story does just like build the town and mm-hmm. like everything that's happened so
1: yeah it's a really good horror story.
0: Has really great art. I I do enjoy like the art and colors a lot in this book. So. Yeah,
1: it's really cool. It's nice, nice, nice. Okay, I'm gonna keep talking if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm here I for it. Nodding hands is issue number four. I don't want to spoil too much of this because this issue was fantastic. But they're getting closer to figure out figuring out who's doing all this stuff. Okay, and you, should, there's, you should leave that for me because I still have to read the yeah, third yeah. one and it, I'll read the third and fourth. There's a big battle. Some things are Sick. discovered. Some people get killed. It's I really enjoy this story and I don't know what I was expecting from it when I picked up that first issue. I'm glad that I added it though, like knowing myself, knowing I'd be like yeah okay you'll love this story. It's it's great. I was the fool who doubted myself. You fool. Um, I also read today i Completely forgot about it. Uh, seven Seven Swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little swashbuckling tale about the three musketeers and other people from that same era. It was actually quite a bit of fun. Mm. I I was like just fixing the wall, and I was like, you know what? I've got ten minutes. I'm going to read this real quick. It's weird because there's a lot of like back and forth between like countries, and then between certain people. But there's a lot of stabbing. And a lot of backstabbing. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. It was... Uh, if you like pirates, that it's cool because there's a lot of that kind of stuff. But... <laughs> anyway. Um, this is... This Marion. This is Iron Shadows and the Moon, issue number three. Conan gets freed by his little lady and they take to the high seas together. That's it. <laughs> okay. There's really not a lot to tell in here. Um, it was very... Sweet, I guess how she had to save him, even though she's scared of everything. I thought that was really cool. Um, the story. Wow. <laughs> we both had the same. She has no crotch. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a Barbie doll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, the uh, the story, like the actual chapter of the story that is written in the back by Robert E. Howard about. This issue was was really well written. I really enjoyed it. I feel like I need to go back and read like all of his like Conan actual mm-hmm. books because every one that I've read at the end of these issues I've enjoyed so much.
0: All right, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. That's, that's good. good. All right. I have time before time. Time before time. Time time travel story. And our main character, he works for a syndicate, he gets hijacked by this FBI agent, they end up going back in time, and they encounter, like, the syndicate's enemies, archenemies.
1: Yeah, but is it, like, dark kind of good? No.
0: <laughs> no okay. Nothing is good. Time
1: tra- time traveling
0: is as good as dark mm-hmm. Absolutely not
1: um, i the butterfly effect
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> What about Donnie Darko? You
0: have made me watch both those movies I, I do like this I like the art a lot um, The story is it's, it's good but I just don't know Is it lacking something? Yeah it's lacking something But I don't know if it's like the story itself Or if it's just one of those things where I've read So much time travel stuff I was like, okay, maybe, maybe this wasn't my best choice. Yeah. And you know, there's backstabbing in here, of course, because it's two like mobs, time mobs fighting against each other. Time
1: mobs. I
0: just made that up on the spot. I don't know if that is I, even the right way. changing
1: talk comics to time mobs. <laughs> just, you heard it here first. We're no longer nine panels or talk comics to me. We are time mobs. I love that the most. Okay.
0: I mean, we have done several time travel like videos. So yeah. anyway, enjoyable book. Once again, I, I'm on the fence about it still, but it's not bad. Okay. Time mobs. Time mobs. All right. We have seven secrets. This is issue number nine.
1: We're just chugging along. My boyfriend, Amon, here is uh, he's overthrowing some lords. (laughs) And there's uh, secrets that are being kept still. And they're being kept safe. And some weird revelations. The one at the end, that was like a weird one. Why am I forgetting this? I read this the other day. Love you, Patrick. The last page
0: oh yeah yeah no i i I sat at the last page i don't know why i forgot about this because i sat with this for like a minute and i was just like what
1: that's why i just couldn't forget about it because
0: what i think i did because i read a bunch of books today but yeah no i uh i also felt the same because her reaction was also how i felt so yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see maybe it's just like a twin is it a twin situation
1: Ooh, i didn't think about that is it a clone?
0: Oh, <laughs> I don't. There's so many possibilities. I didn't think about either of those. Is it a time travel situation? Oh! <laughs> it could be anything. Yeah, the possibilities are endless, and Literally I didn't. Endless. I didn't just think about. I just thought about all of those. Dang. Or on, maybe
1: maybe on the fly, my maybe brain. Maybe number one was a decoy. It was mashed potatoes wrapped in this in a flesh suit. Something weird like that. We'll I have guess. to go
0: back and read that issue just to check.
1: Yeah. They'll probably explain it in the next one, like what happened. <laughs> he
0: was actually a bag of mashed potatoes. Nobody <laughs> noticed.
1: Those bag of instant that you just put water in.
0: <laughs>
1: we just filled up a bunch of those and put they it in just the trash bags.
0: bag. <laughs> Smell bad too.
1: Uh, it's <laughs> just a box of mashed potatoes. Tom Taylor,
0: get at us. I know you're watching this. Uh, let us know if it was a bag of mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> you can do
1: anything with mashed
0: potatoes. Um, we, promi- creating <laughs> <laughs> you, we
1: promise we we won't tell. We promise we won't ruin this next month. <laughs> just let us know. Let us know it was the potatoes. But was it garlic mashed potatoes? That's how they were able to keep the smell
0: all right we gotta go not actually we gotta go on (laughs) uh this is the many deaths of layla star this is issue number three fuck dude i i love this series so much the colors the art fuck me it's insane uh this story is told or this issue is told from the perspective of her cigarette of layla's cigarette and just following her around at a party and it's so glorious
1: yeah, the way that the story is told is uh, is very interesting because it's obviously the many deaths. Sh- each issue is like s- her dying, but it's like the story leading up to that specific death, which I, I thought was a very interesting take on it because it does remind me in that sense yeah, of a uh, day tripper. That's, yeah. I was like, why can I never mm-hmm. remember what that's called? Yeah. Um, but I just think, yeah, this issue in particular, the way that the story is told was was so cool. Yeah,
0: no, the narration is really, really good. And I do like how each issue has been narrated by somebody, like, something different. Mm-hmm. And I, I did love, like, I love the bubbles in this. Those That was so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the word bubbles kind of are, like, smoky, since it, like, is the cigarette narrating it and just i i did weep a little bit during this book just because i'm a huge baby but i just it it made me just like love my friends and i think this book has a lot to say about like death and grief and life and like everything in between and what it can mean and what it does and as somebody who like has lost a lot of people especially really early on in my life it's like I have such a weird look on death and this has been a really interesting way for me to kind of like open up and be like yeah these these are these feelings like now i understand i understand a little bit like deeper and you know granted this is just like ramby narrating a story but i think there's something very very real about what he's saying and the way he's saying it and I don't know, grateful for it because it, it makes me feel a lot of emotions.
1: You know what I thought was pretty uh, peculiar? <laughs> um, we've said interesting so many times. I was trying to think <laughs> That was a word. good one. Um, when we were reading Day Tripper, the the one story that got you the most was the best friend one. Mm-hmm. The one that got me the most was the husband one. Yeah. And here, the part that got you the most <laughs> was the friend part. The one that got me was his first broken heart. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is true.
1: Don't ever listen to me when I say I don't believe in love. (laughs) I'm a sucker for love. You love love stories. I love love stories. It's the most wildly inaccurate thing about me.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I, I could not suggest this book enough to people because it is just, it's very beautiful. I think it is easily read month to month. Which sometimes with books like this, it could be a little can be a little bit harder, but just the flow of it is so easy, and like I said, the art and the colors, and obviously the the lettering, just all fit together in such a way where I I'm so hyped for this book every like week, and I know it's gonna end, or every month, and I know it's gonna end, but
1: don't want it to. I don't
0: want it to, but I know it. I know it has just like I
1: know it has to end. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> realistically it does, but if you take into consideration how long people live, <laughs> I mean, she's been pretty, like... And she gets many deaths. I mean, just because life needs the balance. Because life can't exist without death and vice versa, and I think that's the the most beautiful love mm-hmm. story. Yeah, no, I like that, like, woven into yeah. there. I, think, I thought that was just very sweet. Mm-hmm. The way that he says it's so, like, I don't know, calm? Calm-y-ness? I was going to say casually, yeah. Yeah, I was like, just like, like, it was just an obvious, it's just mm-hmm. a statement, a matter of truth. He's just like, I can't exist without you. Like, you could take that as, like, a literal thing. Like, yeah, yeah life and yeah. death can't exist without each other. Or you can take it in the romantic way where it's like, oh, I can't live without you either. <laughs> it's just very good. Yeah, It's very well written. <sighs> Some- yeah.
0: All right, so let's move on. Wait, I have
1: oh, fuck. this. Oh, I forgot about it. I don't about- have to talk about it, though. I have this. <laughs> I have uh, Heroes, Reborn, Weapon, X, and Final Flight, issue number one. I don't, I don't know why I got this. Um, I have not read this yet because I had way too much going on today, and I could not concentrate, especially after reading all of my other X books. So those are what we're going to talk about next. <laughs> next. All right, so now we do have Planet Size
0: X-Men. This
1: is... This is a book we read. Um Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't really have much to say about it. And not because I didn't enjoy it. I just don't feel like there is much to say about it. There is a planet that is being made. Yeah. I think there's like aspects of it that the art is great. I yeah. will I will say oh, that the course. art is no, I, just
0: so glorious in this that book. that is
1: something that we can discuss. Um, there were some weird things that happened <laughs> in here.
0: Um, and I will say there is an axolotl, the mutant, that's in here. I love him. He's wonderful. Uh, he has an ocean in his, his body. It's great. Anyway.
1: If you think about it, we all have oceans in our bodies. Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, but yeah, they, <laughs> they, they make a planet, and I just... Well, it's a weird thing, because the planet already exists. Uh, yeah, I guess they... They just make it habitable. They terraform a planet. There it is. Uh, it's, there's something about it. I, I, I feel like it felt like they were
1: segregating the Ureco people. Um, a little bit. That, that is what it feel, felt like. And Although, did they make that choice on their own? Because they, they didn't want to live. On they all, yeah, they all kind of made it together. But it yeah. also just felt like
0: Captain America was like, they gotta be some, they gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> They are like, oh,
1: we got just the idea. Let's send them to Mars. Because there's too many mutants on this planet. We can't deal with anymore. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just,
0: it was all right. I I was kind of disappointed in it. Like, I enjoyed it, but I also was just, didn't enjoy it very much. And then there is a really weird scene where Jamie becomes
1: pregnant and gives birth. Birth. It's the scene where they go into his head though, where Jean's in his head. That this page, yeah, it's so
0: it looks beautiful. It looks real great, yeah. It's gorgeous. It's just, it's it's in bad taste. It was weird. It it made me like I said to you, kind of. It kind of felt like strangely like rapey, and then or like and then it was supposed to be just like a funny joke, like yeah, a man's pregnant. It's just like okay okay yeah and how
1: like i just don't feel like he would be okay with that the way they made him seem like he was yeah, okay with like that. a chuckle joke based <laughs> off of how what we know about him it just does not i could not see him being like hm, guess you gotta buy me dinner now No, no 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 yeah he would probably just murder you
0: it was a uh, yeah. It wasn't a bad book. It was just not necessarily my favorite. Yeah. I suppose, like we said earlier, you could just tell that it was not written by Hickman, which was like a nice thing about all of those giant size and stuff. So
1: it was necessary, while also at the same time not being necessarily that that long.
0: Yeah, I th-
1: that yeah. that that much. I just didn't. It was it was a thing. We read it. We did read it.
0: All right, so now we got New
1: Mutants. Do you see?
0: This is New Mutants. Uh, it was damaged, so this is our copy of New Mutants we read. I, it just kind of followed Warlock as he had to, like, travel the gala and feel his feelings about, like, where he was in Doug's life.
1: While watching Doug with his new wife.
0: But then there is also, I did, I guess, within New Mutants line, their storyline. There is like other things happening. So Gabby has been missing this whole gala, and they're looking for her.
1: And there is. Stuff that is happening there Right See I forgot about that Since I don't have it in front of me I can't like flip through it And I, I completely forgot that it happened So yeah that's That's the thing that happens in New Mutants Yeah so that was like weird too Cause
0: like having it in the gala issue You're just like Are they gonna talk about this anywhere else mm-hmm. Cause I don't have I don't have time for New Mutants right now Unfortunately, I don't have time for half of these
1: books. I only got them because of the gala. I just needed to see everyone's outfits. Uh, and then we have X-Corp. This is issue number two. Heather read this because of, yes, the gala. This was a lot. Uh, this was so much. I couldn't even read the first issue of X-Corp. And then I'm reading this one and I, I don't... I have no idea what's going on. This was a lot of pharmaceutical talk and I didn't understand a word of it. It's business, bitch. It is business, bitch. It,
0: and it's one of those things, too, where... I mean, I guess they're beating up Nazis here. That was nice.
1: Yeah, I I love watching a Nazi get hit. That's that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's there's beatings, there's there's uh, business deals being made. There's backstabbing. There's backstabbing, as with any X book. There's always backstabbing mm-hmm. in some way or another. Um, but yeah, this I, just like with the other two books today, it was just a thing. It was a thing that we read and it was part of the Hellfire Gala. So we read it. I don't want to say anything bad because it wasn't bad. Yeah, no, I it just wasn't don't... bad.
0: It's just like, if you get yourself into X Corp for any reason, just be ready for just like... It's dense. A de- yeah, a very dense book. Like once again, I say it's business bitch as a joke, but it is literally just like dense pharmaceutical business talk and like corporate jargon of taking over shit. And you're just like, okay. It's a lot. It's like, I enjoy you, but why? <laughs> I hate I hate jobs. I hate corporations. I hate w- business meetings. Why am I getting a book called X Corp? It's right in the title. Yeah. I'm an idiot. But these David Aja covers are beautiful. So good. So that's why. Mama didn't raise no fool.
1: What can I say? Is that a Bob Dylan song? I
0: You're asking the wrong dude here. Yeah. I
1: didn't know either. <laughs> uh,
0: so we did it. That's that's it. That's 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 new comic book day. Uh, So as always, support your friends, support your local libraries. Uh, If you're from Omaha, once again, go help out Omaha Autonomous Action and our local uh, homeless community. You know,
1: do what you can for others. Heather, Um, if you go to an event and then later post about it, saying that, you know, you went, even though there's tons of people there that hate you. Rethink your life because chances are they don't think about you. Love your friends. Love everyone.
0: All right. We'll uh, see you on the flippity flip on that note. Bye. Bye.